I've got a buddy that lives in Hawaii and he just catches fish and octopus and then goes home and they make fresh sushi. And I'm like, okay, uh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, it sounds delightful and stress free. What the fuck is your life about? Can you imagine? Uh, <sighs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> bitter party of two. We're not uh, bitter. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Bring the whole bottle. Thank you. We'll be at this table. Bitter. <laughs> I love it. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? (laughs) Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. This is a show where we drink, we think, and we laugh along the way. Caitlin, are you ready for your question of the week? I'm so ready. On your tongue. On your tongue. There are five basic accepted tastes, uh, sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and umame. Umame is, is like meaty, right? Which of those five is your favorite and which is your least favorite? Um, salty. 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 That's yeah. your favorite. So like, I'm always like a mac and cheese over cake or like, you know, uh, chips over, you know, dessert, like all the appetizers before desserts. Right. Like yes. that's me. How about you? Where are you at on the spectrum? My fave is sour for sure. Oh. Hands down vinegar. Yes. No, uh-huh. I hate sour. Like we are different. We're completely, we don't even overlap on that Venn diagram friend. No, like, we don't. I hate sour. I hate, well, I hate it. I fucking well, that's too mean. I was going to be like, well, I hate you too, and but I don't, so I can't say <laughs> no. that. No, <laughs> no, I just hate your taste. My taste. taste. Your taste is shit. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I had no idea. No, I did. I did because we had that conversation before about vinegar and you told me like, you hate vinegar? Like, I can't believe that. That's like my staple. Remember? Mm-hmm. We had that conversation before. So that doesn't surprise me. That yeah. doesn't surprise me. Sour is my girl. I Mm. And I, and spicy. I'm it's, I'm a little weirded out that there's nothing about spice in there, but mm. yeah. you know that was just a quick little goog. So who knows? Maybe it's deeper than that. Maybe we'll do an episode on tongues, girl, and mm. how to use them. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the drink of this week. Oh, I didn't really tell you the topic. The topic that we're going to be covering today is food. Now. I believe that food is like the ultimate art form and like there's like cultural uh, implications is not the right word. It's just a big, massive topic that I would love to do an episode on at some point. But now that we're just kind of getting into the beginning of the show and we're getting comfortable with each other, uh, we're going to do this in a more fun, lighthearted way just to get the conversation started. And then hopefully down the line, we can dig into some of the deeper stuff. Um, but the cocktail of this episode is a Bloody Mary, specifically from one of the best bars in the world. In 2016, it was rated the best bar in the world. It's called the Dead Rabbit out of New York City. If you're close, if you're not close, wherever you are, go. Go. It's the coolest fucking bar I've ever been in my life. Um, it's right there off of Wall Street. <laughs> you know it, Wall Street. You know, yeah. The st- street called Wall, everyone knows. I was literally just about to be like, what is that street called? 
and <laughs> my <Wait>. dumbass. <laughs> like it's got a different one. Like it's like Winchester Road or no. Um, <laughs> so the way that they make their Bloody Marys, uh, they use ground pepper, dill, paprika, a little bit of salt. Here's the trick. This is the trick. Roasted tomato juice. Where they get this shit, I have no idea. I've looked for it everywhere. Can't find it. I've made some at my house just by putting some uh, tomatoes in a pan and a sheet pan and putting those bastards in the oven. Uh, got close, but no cigar. Um, fresh and pickled horseradish, pepperoncini juice, and the pepperoncini for a garnish. Obviously, we're going to use some Worcestershire and some hot sauce and lemon juice. So that's going to be your Bloody Mary mix. You're going to uh, add in an ounce and a half of vodka. You're going to roll that gently on some ice. You're going to pour it over fresh ice and garnish with a pepperoncini, an olive, cherry tomato, and celery stick. Okay, Kendall, I don't typically like Bloody Marys, Oof. but this one, this one is like actually delicious. I am a fan. It, it's like all the extra little ends, like all the extra little details that they have in here that just make it so good. Because you go to a restaurant and it can be a gross experience oh, having a Bloody Mary. Nine times out you of know? It's yes. like cold spaghetti sauce, and you're like, oh, this is great. Is there any alcohol in this? But oh. this is actually amazing. So thank you for this one. This was, I'm enlightened. Thank you. You're very welcome. And this is a godsend. You know, the the hair of the dog, the juice of the Jesus, the, the Bloody Mary is the most important staple drink uh, just for curing a hangover. And on a Sunday morning, when you're skipping church, girl, again... Give a brunch. <laughs> um, so the the where to begin? How the fuck do we even start an episode on food? Uh, I think Caitlin, you and I have talked about this a couple times, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here because I told you that the show changed my fucking life, and I told you to watch it, but I know you're busy and you've got shit going on, um, so I'm not going to like scream at you. Uh, Tell me what it is. You don't know. You don't know me. Maybe I watched true. it. That's true. Have you ever seen an episode of Chef's Table? Yes. Oh. Actually, on your recommendation. So I I watched like three or four episodes, I yeah. think, of that show. Yeah, on your recommendation. I really did. And it is. It's so much more than food. Like, that show is so much more about, like, beliefs and, like, like not beliefs. I don't know. There's, like, there's so much intention and heart put into it that's what i mean that yeah. it was really amazing to see the kind of you're not just experiencing food when you watch it because obviously you're just watching you're not even eating the food you're just watching it right but there's something movable about mm -hmm. it so yes i know and yes i did god damn it yes. kendall you have little faith in yeah, me you did it girl you did, I did. it i just i get so fucking i'm like hashtag snowflake triggered over this because like I've screamed <laughs> this shit from the fucking rooftops for years and I'm like y'all need to watch this y'all need to watch this y'all need to watch this and everyone's like um okay yeah like after I rewatched the office for the fourth time I'm like literally fuck off this is art this is humanity it's life changing it really is um I showed my mother uh there's an episode on 
Francis Maman. He is a Patagonian man who walks on water, essentially. Like, I don't know. He can do no wrong. Um, I showed that one to my mother and she was even like, there's this one part. I don't want to give anything away because you have to watch it if you're listening. But there's one part and she was like, oh, my God, what he just said, if I just... If I just put that in, like, into my life, that would change my life forever. And I was like, oh, my God. Mom. Mm -hmm. It's that fucking deep. It's that fucking. And it's like. I told you, Mom. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. He thought I was full of shit, but here we are. Um, I was going through a list of the rankings of who's the best. So I can just give you a quick recommendation on which episodes to watch if you are interested um, so the one about Francis Maman is obviously my favorite. It's fantastic. Um, it's also number one on this list. So who's right again? <laughs> uh, he is famous for, he's, he's kind of a nomad. He does like a traveling. He just, every two days he's in a different country cooking wherever, where sometimes it's on the street and sometimes it's at a restaurant and whatever, but he's got like an elemental style. So he cooks with fire and he burns things on purpose. Uh, he builds like salt casings around fish and mud casings. And, uh, I think one of the opening scenes, he's like grilling on a rowboat. He's set up a grill hanging off the edge of this wooden rowboat. And it's just this most gorgeous, weird funky thing where he just caught this fish and now it's like eating it right there so well it's like cooking is the experience right it's like the the act of cooking it is part of the experience of eating it and i think that's really romantic there's something really special about watching the primitive like simple clean way to cook something and then you're gonna put that into your body you know there's something pure about that Yes. And I'm so glad that you said that because it's romantic is exactly like, so he's Patagonian. He speaks like six languages or some shit, but he's, they they show him like reading different books to his little gorgeous daughter. And he's got an interesting setup with his partner. They're, I don't think they're technically married, but they only see each other 10 days a month. They do not live together. They've got their own situation. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I miss her. I love her harder whenever I'm not here. As much. I remember. Yeah. But it works for us because we can long for each other or something. Yes. Yeah. And he says <laughs> romantic. He's like, it's just romantic. It's just so romantic. And I'm just like, ugh. And the way that he like makes, just watch it. It's just the most gorgeous. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch any of them, watch that. It's gorgeous. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and Netflix is paying us to say that. They just don't know it yet. They just don't know it yet. And we haven't gotten the paycheck yet. <laughs> We're so good to them. They don't even treat yeah. us with respect and pay us. We're going to call them and uh, the Phil Brook with some invoices. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this week. <laughs> 50 cents, please. Thank you. Um, number two for me is Grant Grant Ashitz. A-C-H-A-T-Z. Uh, he owns Alinea in Chicago. Did you see that one? Mm, no, I don't think I saw that one. He's the guy. He's a chef Remind that me. got uh, tongue cancer. No. Yeah. Yeah. He got like. I have not seen that because, you know, I would remember that. Would, yeah. And he's like cooking when he can't taste. Mm, that's the ultimate like irony. Like, it's yeah. very sad. Yeah. And he ends up, he ends up 
going through a surgery and then like getting healed up and then he's like his taste returns to him and he does like his his thing is more of like a magic show it's more about like the theater of mm. dining um so he does a bunch of like mind fuck stuff he's one of his famous dishes is just a tomato and a cherry but he's pureed them and then molded them in their opposite form so the tomato actually tastes like a straw cherry a strawberry mm-hmm. and then the strawberry it's the art thing, yeah yeah, it's it's completely the presentation. Yeah, and his is more of like a focus on like circus and like things that are hidden that pop out and then it's cooked and ready and it's whimsical. Yes, yeah. he like That's smokes. Fun. He he like burns some wood to make a smoky. It's the smell actually. It's not. He doesn't use it to put the taste into the food. It's just a smell. And he puts it in a pillow and then he puts the dish on top of that pillow so that it, when it comes to the table, it's emitting this smoky. (laughs) That is very theatrically, like, that's just very dramatic of an experience to sit down at a table and get that presented to you. Yeah. Oh, it's in a good way. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the last one, uh, Jiang Quan is a nun at a monastery in Seoul. South Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, she's never formally trained, but Eric Rippert, who is Le Bernardin, which is like top five restaurants in the U.S., I think three Michelin stars. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, nah, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, he flew her to New York City just to cook one dinner um, mm. because she is just that fucking good and that cool. And like, I, I, that's the one I watched the longest time ago. And I just remember the visuals of like, she's like sitting in the river, like meditating and it's just stunning. Mm. And she's got a lot to say about life. And I wonder if she has, have you ever heard of the people who have a perfect palate? So oftentimes they're sommeliers. So they, they drink wine. Oh but yeah. They're not, they wouldn't have to be just for wine i would think if you've got a perfect palate you've got a perfect palate but some of these people like the the idea of being able to differentiate and observe and appreciate the layers and con- like the complicated nature of, of a dish um i wonder if she's somebody like that and that's how she got to be so good because you know, especially being in a monastery or whatever, you have very simple ingredients, I have to assume. Never been to one, don't know. But <laughs> I just think I just think you have very simple ingredients. So you have to have that over uh, over average, like extraordinary palate to turn these simple ingredients into something spectacular and extraordinary, right? I mean That's a good thought. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I that would have never even crossed because it to me it's like this is so much more about like Cause like there's like Netflix, other Netflix shows about cooking where it's like the sciencey parts of it, and you're like you got to get the mm-hmm. acid with the fat, and then the salt, and then the heat. There's 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 people like that that know the chemistry of it. It's the cold science, right? It's not the right. warm heart. Right. And then yeah. like what this show, what food or uh, Chef Stable does is like it's so much more about the art of it, mm-hmm. and these guys are just like genius guru wizards. Yeah, uh, that uh, live life in a completely different way than we do. And I love that. It's, it's so interesting to just see that. It's so yes. cool. It's so inspiring and just awe. So Makes you want to go to your kitchen and make something. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, no, I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
let me sit down and order, you know, Chipotle. <laughs> Again, for the third time this week. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I can't cook worth a damn, and it fucking pisses me off. But <laughs> I can appreciate it from afar. You yeah. should take a cooking class. You should take a class. Uh, yeah. With a friend. Yeah. Better what is that? You can take, um, so like, uh. No, I meant the friend. Oh, what's a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Um, I feel like it's written for you. Z- oh, wow. We're going to Zoom call a, uh, yeah, Sir Latab or a uh, fucking uh, Central Market. I love it. Could you imagine you and me? We'd oh be dangerous. God. You and I physically in one of these cooking classes, we'd be the giggly ones in the back <laughs> that keeps getting in trouble. It's Waving like, the um, knife around. Like, excuse us like we paid to be here we can make fun of whatever we want it's very right. expensive going up to the teacher with two pieces of bread what are you an idiot sandwich an idiot <laughs> right. sandwich i just want to know how to make a fucking sushi rice roll okay i just oh. like i don't need your sass hello can you back the fuck up? i've done that before and it was so fun um so I have a note written here that says, I like to consider myself a foodie, but I'm just growing my wings. So that really means I don't know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But But you appreciate it. Love to. And yeah, want to encourage other people to hop in um, yeah. on this convo. So I think right now, let's do just a little quick share on um like hot spots. Like yeah. Obviously, where you live locally, um, for the people that are listening local. And then if you have any that like, you know, New York, Vegas, um, New Orleans. I just named all of mine. Shit. Um, no, it's good. You know, Portland, whatever. Um, <laughs> random, s- random side city that doesn't include the list that I have. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the this place, this place, this place, <laughs> random place. Which one have I not been to? <laughs> okay, so... I'm a Fort Worthian, as you know, um, which is this little tiny black hole just west of Dallas. And if you go there, you get stuck forever. So no, no, no you don't. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, not always. The Chamber of Commerce has recently hired me as an ambassador. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> please come here. Uh, uh-huh. There's, but okay, so for it being where the West begins, as our slogan, there is just enough diversity to keep it a little bit fun here. Uh, there's an Ethiopian place in Fort Worth. Have you ever had Ethiopian food? No, but okay, you and I were in the car many a times with some other people that we love and shall remain nameless. Say that and shit. You keep re- no, and you keep no, call them out. It. Fucking you know, say their names. No. No, because I love Say her. I love her. Names. I love her. I will not. But <laughs> she was like, but you were like, let's go to this place whenever we were picking lunch. Uh-huh. And this particular individual was like, um, no, I it's... feel like, because don't you eat with your hands or you eat with yeah. the leaves or something? Like, it's just unorthodox. Like, you don't have silverware or something. Yeah. But you don't have silverware at, like, Payway, right? Eating that you fucking taco you with your nasty fingies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, no, I remember, but we never made it because mm. there were some votes um, that were nay and that's to the gays. America but I'm always should... down. I'm always down. No, you and yeah. I should go and like adventure with food because I'm always down for the newness of it, the novelty of it. I like point. new experiences. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you. I Fuck. agree. But no, I have not had an Ethiopian and you recommended that specific place 25 times and we never made it there. Well, uh, I was yeah. living there. I haven't been back, actually. 
Um, I need to go back, but if yeah, look up Ethiopian food in your neighborhood, wherever you are, because I'd shit you not. This is the coolest fucking thing. Um, in Fort Worth, it's called Samson's and it's absolutely delicious. Go now. Um, but so they deliver a, like a, a tray of prepared meats and vegetables that are they're like kind of stewy is kind of the mm -hmm. stewy without the juice. So they're just mm -hmm. kind of just like in a in kind of a sauce, right? Like not necessarily yeah. a, a broth or any kind right. of a wet stew, but like or a soup, but it's a sauce. Yeah, it's almost like a it's almost like the, the prepared things are like condiments to what you use, which is a sourdough flatbread crepe type thing. It's called. I would in, smash those carbs like you wouldn't believe. Uh, anyway, continue. I didn't know that like you could get <laughs> sourdough to do shit like that. And I was like, this is my shit. Uh, it's called injera. I-N-J-E-R-A uh, is the name of that very thin sourdough bread and you tear it to then pinch in your fingies and then you use that like a bird you like scoop up with your or you hand. just use the whole thing and smash it into your gullet it's i but so good <laughs> and most of it was sour now that i think of it most of it's almost like a pickled it's kind of like oh, collard okay. greens Okay, if it's pickled, I don't know, Kendall. I don't know. You'll like I don't it. Know where I fall. You'll like it. Oh, listen, I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah. We should. We should try it, and then we'll see where I fall on the spectrum. Yeah. Because sourdough bread is good. If it's made well, I really like sourdough. I mean, if the food is also, like, very vinegary, then you might leave me in the parking lot. Well, there's, but like, 12. <laughs> there's, like, that you get, like, all of these different. Like, so one of them's corn, and one of them's a green, and one of them's pork, mm. and one of them's mm -hmm. a bean, and... I don't even know what that... that I mean, there's just... A, it's just... A, it's a um, smorgasbord. It's a mm -hmm. smorgasbord. I think that's literally the right word. Is that the right word? Yeah, smorgasbord. Fuck me. With yes. that accent too, please. A smorgasbord <laughs> of just deliciousness. Um, so Ethiopian food. Um, let's 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 uh, let's take turns here. So I've done one. You do one. Mm, okay. So uh, my favorite type of food is probably Mexican food, but like yeah. real Mexican Authentic. or or Tex-Mex. Um, but, um, if we're talking, this is a little bit weird, but since you named a restaurant, um, the best restaurant, the best meal that I ever had Ooh. in my entire life. I love these. This is going to sound so bougie. You need to, can I just preface by saying I'm not bougie and I don't have a fancy life at all. I know what you're going to say. And okay, yeah, here we go. Good luck. <clears throat> here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was in Amsterdam, <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. <clears throat> when I was in Amsterdam, there was a restaurant. So this was the start of Greg and my, um, Greg's and my journey of like, we could spend money on an excursion and go have an activity, or we could just sit and <laughs> smash our faces with really nice food mm -hmm. that is or is not worth it. We don't know. Let's explore. So we went to this place and I even looked up how to pronounce it. I looked up in the translation how to pronounce it for this episode because I was ready. Uh, it's called Vildesvina. I mean, obviously. Which means wild boar. So wild swine. Vildesvina. Ah. Um, wild boar. It's in Amsterdam. 
I'm gonna uh, look this up. We went there one time. It's not like we're a fucking summer or anything. We <laughs> went there one was time. There? By coincidence. No. No, it wasn't. In it was in Michigan. Anyway, so uh it is ranked on TripAdvisor as four and a half out of five stars. Um it's very good. So okay. Greg, cute. Greg kind of like, so, oh, you're looking it up. Good. So Greg surprised us with this. He's like, I don't know. I found this place. So this was not a Michelin ring star uh, place. Michigan star ranked Michelin. You know what I mean? <laughs> Michigan oh, stars. They were Michigan, passing them out. <laughs> Michelin were very classy here. Okay. No, it was, but the chef there, the one who like runs it, he's like the head chef was Michelin rated. The the individual had one Michelin stars. At okay? a, a different restaurant. So, so Greg said, rightly, you know, we could probably go and get Michelin ranked food, like quality food, for way less money. Yeah. We dropped a pretty penny on this place. Like it cost, it cost an excursion for two people, like a really big adventure afternoon for two people. However, we got a five course meal. Oof. We got a wine pairing for each course, which, okay, please let me be a cautionary tale. Don't drink all the wine <laughs> at every course because there's a lot of wine. And generally speaking, in Europe, they're very generous with how mm. they pour their wine. So I thought, as the arrogant American that I am, mm -hmm. oh, like I'm going to drink every last drop because like this is fun it. and DMF. it'll be three hours and whatever. Um, Nah, like, <laughs> like it was a very painful, like I got to like toward the end of my, I was looking sideways by the end of my <laughs> like fourth course. Oof, like, but so what, here's what I liked about it, Kendall. And I think this is so different. And I think that was part of it. What you were talking about is like the whole theater of food on top of the flavors. You're talking about the experience on top of the actual quality of the food. So, because the food can only take you so far. It's a, there's so much more packaging that needs to be done, presentation mm -hmm. that needs to be done. So what I loved about this place, it was really low lighting, whatever, fancy linen tablecloths, whatever. Which naturally, that's like not my natural element. So I have to crack jokes and be inappropriate in there, but it's fine. Right. Greg loves me. It's fine. He married me. It'll cost too much to get divorced. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so th this was a situation, and I don't know if this was a special night or what happened because Greg arranged it, but it was chef's choice, which meant you did not get a menu. That's so right. you came in and you sat down and they're like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Here's $400. You got a reservation. Yep. You... It was, it was 300. It was yep. $300. I love that. Chef. So we, we ended up sitting down and eating food that we would never have chosen off the menu Yep. that we loved. Yep. There was a fish dish. There was actually boar. There was like, you know, pork, you know, um, there was some kind of another sea creature. I don't know, calamari or something. I don't know. I was four glasses into my wine. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't But rem I know it was delicious. <laughs> I love that. I just got fucking trashed at the most expensive dinner I've ever been to. How America of us. <laughs> like, no wonder everyone hates Americans. Like, I was definitely fulfilling that um, stereotype. Anyway, it was the best meal of my life. It was so good. The portions were appropriate. It wasn't just like a bunch of like bleh, food. It was quality food in small yeah. portions with a really good wine pairing. And I thought, this is amazing. I never want this night to end. So that was my best ever. So if anybody ever goes to Amsterdam ever for any reason, 
make a reservation. I heard, I heard myself. I'm like, Oh, it's only $300. We know that that's a lot of fucking money. You know, my husband and I were not like, Oh, let's just throw down. But we invested in this instead of an activity. So yeah. instead of going zip lining or whatever right. you would do. And you can go zip lining in the, at the fucking barn next to your house. Like that's, that's the thing. right. You this... can eat special food where you are and it's special. So yes. It's and like that's the shit that you'll remember when you're fucking eighty. You'll be sitting. I'm there talking about it now. Right yeah, now. it was the best meal I ever had. It was yeah. the best meal I ever had. And was it really expensive? Yeah, it was. But it was the best meal I've ever had. And you know, Princess has had hundreds of thousands of meals. <laughs> I mean, that's and like that's the the weird thing. I love talking about this so much because I think that there are people in our lives that like I think that there are those like like there are people that food is energy. And then there's like food is important. And mm-hmm. like I and like I wanna be this way, but like I eat Chipotle and yesterday I had Chicken Express and the day before that I had McDonald's and then the day before that, like I'm the worst. But I'm well, working it's convenience. on it. It's totally yeah, it's convenience. Yeah. 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 And it's so You're not running to it because you're craving it necessarily. You're just running to it because we're all busy. Because I'm in we a just need somebody hurry. to feed us so we can finish, you know. Our 14 hour work day. Exactly. And like I'm working towards making it to where like, no, every day you're going to cut out three hours for cooking so that mm. you're eating the right things. Do you want to come live with me and, and cook for me too? I, yes. Absolutely. Because <laughs> this shit, like, I, feel, I just feel like this is right. I feel like this is the way, the truth and the light. No one can come to the father except through good food. Mm. Thank Go you. to the farmer's market in the morning, Ugh. get some crisp, fresh vegetables of the day. That aren't covered in Bring wax. it home and cook it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, if somebody gave me money to do that, like, just, like, not even money to, like, enjoy, just, like, money to sustain my life and survive. Yep. I think I would love to do that. I would love the art of cooking and learning and the discipline that it takes. Yeah. And, like, the like the, it's just so, I guess human isn't the right word. It Because, like, animals do this shit, too. But, like, there's something about it that's, like, spiritual. I know. I've seen I've seen a bear, like, cook a really nice. <laughs> the best ravioli I ever had. I've seen him just roll that <laughs> dough. It's been amazing. No, I know what you're saying. I'm just making fun of you. <laughs> I'm looking at photos of Vildvijing. Yeah, Vildesvina. That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sound like an American too. It's fine. Like I looked it up and listened to it eight times and that's right. as good as it gets. And I'm sure they're going to laugh at me. The Dutch. <laughs> it looks fan fucking tastic. It looks like, amazing. So expensive, but like you don't go every day. No, this no, isn't no. a Chipotle. This is like a special occasion where you sit for three and a half hours. And it's the damn day. It's what you're doing you, with the it's day. It's the day and you eat. You yeah. eat your face off. Fucking love that. Okay. So yeah. my favorite best meal ever untouchable absolutely ridiculous uh in las vegas right Mm -hmm. already headed on the right track because they have really good food they have really good food guess 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 this is so weird okay in the palace i wrote this down because i always fuck this up caesar's palace no in the palace palace station that's the name of it it's one of the old casinos Okay. It's uh-huh. not on this. It's on the old yep. strip. Fair. Yep. Fremont. Where all like the lights are. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yep. 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 It's old as fuck. It's smelly. It's not nice. I mean, it's fine. I'm it's not a sh- dive. It's a right? It's a divey old casino. Yeah. 
Well, in that casino, there's this little bar that comes up out of the wall and it's just got this little awning over it that says the oyster bar. And there's 16 seats and Mm -hmm. there's a line because like on Yelp. It's good and world known. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is the best fucking food you've ever had in your fucking life. Sit and wait in that line. That's just talent. Yeah. And I shit you not, somehow, by the grace of God, it was like a 10-person line when I got there or something like that. And you get like oysters, obviously, shocked and all that shit. But there's, they have a pan roast seafood something. They've got a, yeah. a couple different pan roasts. But get the seafood one. And like as I was eating it, it was like, no, yeah, this is literally the best thing I've ever had in my life. <gasps> Knowing it, like knowing it as you're consuming it, it's just like, mm-hmm. holy God. Like, okay, actually, let's get another one of those. Yeah, so this is unlike anything I've ever had before. This is the quality of unlike anything. This is a new level. Yeah. This is it. Right. And yeah. And uh, I mean, it's like, it's mildly, it's mildly expensive. I think it's like 20 bucks for a bowl or something like that. But like for what it is, a uh, fucking Amazing. Anytime my dad goes. Do you know how goes, much it cost me to get Chipotle delivered to my house during coronavirus? Twenty-seven ninety-one. $42. Oh, for two and a half of us. Good Lord, so, Chipotle. So I'm just saying perspective for that. I mean, Chipotle is wonderful. I love Chipotle. Yeah. But like for $20 for a life-changing experience. Right. Um, I'll throw down a Jackson. Let's you get, know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's get three of those. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 We'll just take them to go. We'll yeah. pile them on. We'll put them in our suitcase. It's fine. Yeah. This is another one. Of the, like, my dad goes to Vegas every year, every other year. His best friend, my namesake, Kendall, lives up there. Hmm. And they go with, he goes with all of his high school buddies. And they just recently went. Uh, but the last two years I've been like, dad, you have to go, you have to. And I don't think he did. I'll have to, I'll have to call him and ream him for that because I like for real, for real, for real, that oof. Las Vegas, the oyster bar in the palace mm-hmm. station. Jesus. Good to know. Um, because the next time I go to Vegas, I'll try it. I will find it and I'll go. Yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. stress enough. And like, you know, next time I'm in Amsterdam, obviously, <laughs> let's go together sponsors sponsors are there any sponsors out there that will pay for our travel so we can eat southwest are you open <laughs> they don't go over there during coronavirus right. please <laughs> but we have a mission we have something we need to show the world anyway <laughs> um yeah no i would i would oof jesus like and that's like when anthony bourdain when that whole situation went down Mm-hmm. I was like rocked because I was like, I know I'm not like a super fan. I'm a fan. I don't know. Like I haven't read his book all the way through. I've started it. But I I, I think that he is a prophet. Um, I think that he, he was genius. And I was just so shocked when all that happened because I was like, if it doesn't, like if you can even, it, like the, imagine a better job in the world, right? <laughs> can yeah. you? No. Uh, mm-mm. No, I can't. And they like, will pay me to move around and eat. And eat? Yes, please. And talk mad shit? I mean... Will they also pay for my um, gym membership? <laughs> no, baby. This is just lipo. At this point, will you they, eat will it they and they suck it Will they pay for two out. seats on the plane? Because I'm going to need it. 
<laughs> That's right. We, uh-huh. We're going to make uh, that old royalty fatness. We're going to bring that back mm, in 2020, mm-hmm. honey. Rubenesque. Mm. We're going to be Rubenesque. What that is? Uh, Rubenesque means uh, it was a type of painter, Ruben, who ma- who painted women who were plump. Come so on. when so when you call a woman Ruben ask you're politely calling her chubby. So fucking who? Uh, I mean, who came up with that? Men. Men. <laughs> Most of the things wrong in the world. Um, New York. I think I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I did because the dead rabbit. This is changing the topic yeah. just slightly. Best bar in the world in 2016. Sawdust on the floor. Just like. Irish, it's like old Irish. Um, it's that gang, those gangs, those Irish gangs. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? What was that movie? Gangs in New York. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's that. It's that. Yeah. But like the real deal. Oh. Like Irish gang family has this bar and it's just the coolest thing. Hmm. Um, and then I can't, I cannot go an episode without talking about New Orleans. Um mm-hmm. And food. Oh. Is there Cajun food? Yes. There's there's yeah. nothing better than mm-hmm. Cajun. I can't even like my like trying to process like black food with French food and those two things have been smashed together. Mm-hmm. That's Cajun and that's the end it's all. It's amazing. It's something that if you haven't been there or you haven't tried it. It's unlike anything else that you'll ever have. I mean, there's just nothing. I know it makes sense in someone's mind. Like, oh, it's this and this. And you put them together. Okay, I can imagine that. There, you mm-hmm. just can't. You, can't. you just can't mm-hmm. until you go and you try it yourself. Like, it's a beautiful medley. And they took the best of both flavors, like of both cultures to cultures. mix this together. Yeah. And they really just made a symphony, didn't they? Come on, symphony. Yeah. Mm. I can't. Yeah. Oof. Um, and different. I mean, different than anything else, yeah. you know, that you've ever had. And there's some there's some appreciation in the, you know, originality of that. Absolutely. The, 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 yeah. The, it's like the, the cultural richness of both of them separate yeah. is astounding. And then yeah. mixed together, it's like this like double whammy. Just absolutely. Yeah. An insane. evolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a little bit off topic, and we'll come back if we need to. But so you've heard of Acme Oyster House mm-hmm. in yeah. New Orleans. So they yeah, have of course. they have the Fifteen Dozen Club. Mm. Have you heard of Do that? They? No. So if you go in, they've got like a wall of people. If you've eaten fifteen dozen oysters, you get your name oh on the wall. Oh my god! Which is <laughs> atrocious, right? <laughs> So oh. they have the 15 dozen club listed online and are you on it? Are you oh, on that list? are you shitting me? I have six. I'm like, I'm full. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've had six oysters or six dozen. <laughs> no, no, no. Six oysters, which isn't true. Okay. I actually can eat about two dozen by myself. Um, oh, that makes me tired. Just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I like I'll and like I'll go like low and slow, baby. Like we're gonna do this over two hours because I got nothing better to do because this is the Oof. only thing to do. Um, there is a lady named Sonia the Black Widow Thomas. Have you heard of her? No, but her nickname is the Black Widow, the and Black it has to do with eating oysters. Widow. So <laughs> she is. I when I saw a picture of her, I was like, I've heard. Okay, she is the basically she's like one of the world champions of uh, eating competitions. Oh my god! She's uh, 
about 100 pounds, looks like. Um, she's tiny. She is. Of course she is. Tiny. And she has the, she's the house leader of all houses, actually. But in uh, Metairie, guess how many dozen oysters she ate in 2005? So 15 gets you on the board. Okay, so if she, so obviously that's a loaded question. She obviously had 15. So I'm going to go with like 21, yeah. 21 dozen. Which, okay, quick math here. 21 times 12, right? So 21 times a dozen is 252 oysters, right? That's like so much protein. She's going to die. She, <laughs> how the fuck? Guess how, was, no. it, was it 21? No. Oh. 52. <laughs> Stop. 52 dozen is 624 oysters in a sitting. So her stomach lining is made of knight's armor. It's it's like, a fucking. It's the size of a cow stomach. A parachute. It's a parachute. That is disgustingly too much. And she's. And expensive. How much money is 624 oysters? All the money. All the oh, money in my paycheck. The f let's say a dozen oysters <laughs> is probably like 15 bucks, right? Sure. Those are some cheap oysters. But let's say sure. that's a good... Let's golf. just round down. She got a deal for, right. you know, buy one, get one. For eating the whole store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 15 bucks, 52 dozen. Yeah, that's $780 on oysters. That's disgusting. And then I'm sure she had teamed like a like someone sponsored her on a oh, team or something. Sure. So like me. she didn't pay anything. She just walked in and ate and then left. I, I had don't. Had a party. I don't necessarily want to paint this visual, but I can't get it out of my head. What the fuck? This like 680 oysters look out. Like, look, how does that come out? Well, and physics. How does it how does it all fit in there? I mean, mm -mm. it's uh, I mean, she's got protein, pure protein in her digestive system. 624 of them. You know who she is? Ready for this? You didn't watch Disney movies much, as we established in the last episode. But there's a, there's a, in Alice in Wonderland, there is an episode or there's a movie. Nope. Start over. No, oh, you're talking about Alice in Wonderland, the movie, the Disney movie, the original one, the, okay. the cartoon. OK, there's a segment in there where they cut away from Alice in her life and they go to the walrus and he's like, da, 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 I'm going to eat all those clams. And the, they're like little babies. And then he eats all the babies and then he's crying that he ate all the babies. That's another episode because Lewis Carroll was obviously a pedophile, <laughs> but it doesn't matter anyway. But I'm just saying he ate all of them and they were a whole, they were like a whole sea of baby clams. She's the walrus. She's the walrus. In I this, have in no this fucking scenario. idea what you're talking about. No. But okay. The, the, okay. the story that you told me that is right. Yes. <laughs> From the from the evidence you've laid down, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You need to look that up. Look that up at some point. Like the the walrus. Alice in one. Like Alice in Wonderland. 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 Yeah, at the you need peak. to look that up because uh, those kids. I mean, I keep forgetting wow. that like you were not a Disney kid. You were not raised on Disney. Oh, but God. no, I'm telling you, like he is like he brings all the little clams to dinner and he or oysters or whatever. And then he eats all of them and he's crying because he ate them all. Very pedophilic undertones, if you ask Ew. me. 
Anyway, oh, she oh, I'm is seeing that, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it now. Okay. She is that person mm. that ate all the little baby oysters, and she just inhaled all the ocean's worth of them. And right, now but like not she even just moves as on a with walrus. Hundred pounds person. Yeah, she just moves on with her hundred poundness. Just she's got to have hyperthyroidism. Like anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'm being bitter because I just want to eat the world, too, and not have to gain any weight. <laughs> She's got to have some kind of fucking superpower to be able to do that shit. Hyper metabolism. Something. 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 She well, I like read a little bit. Of, I got kind of got caught up, but she like walks five miles a day on a treadmill on an incline in her house. Walks. And she, walks. I know. Kendall. Walks. Walks. I'm so tiny. I just, I don't even have to run. I just have to walk. Yeah. I'm not jealous at all. It's fine. Oh, absolutely insane. I, I get my heart rate up every goddamn day and I'm still got the weight <laughs> in the hips like a good Irish woman. Anyway, I'm not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> my heart rate grows up because of this alcohol consumption. It thins the blood. And my rage about everything <laughs> and how my hips are so big. <laughs> Gets my heart rate up. <laughs> I work out all day every day because I'm angry. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> girl. Ooh, girl, my voice oh, just cracked. That was disgusting. <laughs> um Okay, before we load up and move on to the next section, is there any did you did you have anything else that you wanted to recommend? I'm leaving out some of the other Fort Worth stuff because like it's Fort Worth, you know. I mean, so I actually had my hometown favorite was Pearl City, which was a Chinese restaurant in Michigan. Um, And I would seriously eat like 4,000 calories worth of food every time I would get it. Chicken mein, shrimp egg roll, wonton soup, a dinner roll the size of my fist. (laughs) Like every single time I would go home and it's since changed and like new management and whatever and the recipes have changed. So it's not good i think and this kendall i'm gonna put this out there as like food for thought okay ah food for thought on theme we're just nailing it uh my mother when she was pregnant with me ate pearl city this chinese restaurant Uh all the time all the time all the time and i would argue or wonder is something in my dna to crave it because i had it in utero right while i was growing right this was specific recipe that was unlike any other chinese like they made things very differently with different things so i just wonder is there something there where like not only just nostalgia because that's obviously its own thing where you grew up with it you like it because it reminds you of other things whatever right But I wonder if there's something biological, too, where like my mother ate it a lot and I was growing and developing. And now I want those same nutrients because it's what my body knew to do. Right. I totally. Yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. Because it's like there's like that weird. There's like the thing about like the voices, like the mother's voice, like the kids know the voices even before they're born. Yeah. I could totally see special foods and the special nutritional. That would just be salt. That would just be a fact of salt. (laughs) all day oh my god it was so much salt i should be dead i should be dead so much salt in one sitting but i love it because as as we've established salty is my thing that's right yeah i saw somebody tweeted the other day they were like i just literally licked you know those like salt lamps like the himalayan salt lamp things they're like i just saw that do what i saw the same thing was it a clip yeah, I did. Yeah. I just Ugh. literally licked it and it actually tastes like salt. And I'm like, it's because it's fucking salt, you dumb bitch. Ugh. 
I mean, I'm not that far, Kendall. <laughs> I've got enough food in my pantry. I'm not licking the lamps because of the promise of salt. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Uh-huh. And then, like, you know, one day I'm just going to stare at that thing. <laughs> Is today the day? Uh, <laughs> Never tell Kendall about this. <laughs> it's well, and it's like I got like I come see it like you know a year later, and I'm like, why is it half the size? How weird! Because <laughs> I'm a horse with my salt <laughs> lick, and I have to <laughs> lick it to calm down. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's all. That's all I have. I have like, to make up for that. I have to make up for that because I mean, not to slander, but I'm just gonna leave it there. Uh, do it. Do it. Bring it there. Okay. So there is, I'm a, I'm a Euro girl. I fuck with Euros and like, I like comparing them and in Fort Worth, there is the battle of the bastards is there's a Turkish place called flying carpet. Excellent Mm. Euro. It falls second in my opinion to Paul's Euros, which is owned by an Egyptian family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in third place is the Greek house, which I think euros are actually, well, they're just Mediterranean. I just always associated it with Greek first. Yeah. But. The Greek euro. Yeah. It is Greek, right? Original. I think so. Well, I think it's Greek and, um, we call them, well, they're, they go by many names, but, uh, <laughs> heroes. Hero. G-Y-R-O. Hero. I know. I don't know why. I didn't make it Wait, up, Kendall. Fuck, I've heard that. Have yeah. I been saying it wrong this whole time and I'm acting no, like No, no, because I've heard Euros too. No, no, no. I've heard it. I've heard it both ways, just in Michigan. The They're Yankees. heroes. Heroes. I've heard that. Yeah. That's right. So I learned Gyros. <laughs> if you say gyro, you're from Lufkin and you eat cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that joke. It's one of my favorites though. That was amazing. Euro. So Euro is the food. Euro is the money. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that? I don't know. Yeah. Euro is how you say E U R O. Euro. Euro. I mean, not wow. in the Western. Are you going to do this to me live? <laughs> <laughs> It's pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I love it. I just turned no, so I, hot because I was so confident about that. And you looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying it's it's euro. It's euro. And anyway, the Brits don't. They use pounds. They They're, use they and adapt. and what did they call that? Silver, shack, shackle, shackle, St- a shackle, Stur- sterlings. What the fuck is that called? A shekel? No. A, pa- a pound? They've a got, euro? <laughs> no. The Brits have a... A pound. And what's a the penny. other one? A shilling? Shilling! Yes, that's it. That's it. We got there. Yeah. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our TED Talk. <laughs> You've learned absolutely nothing, and... Uh, Okay, so speaking of which, we're about to get into some educational shit, which it's actually a little bit more lighthearted because this has been uh, more of a personal episode so far. Um, So we're just going to keep this flirty and... Ooh, I should not have said that. (laughs) Um, We're going to keep it flirty and fun. (laughs) 
Stand by it. That's I right. stand okay. by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so some weird shit. And I think everybody knows this, but in case you don't, uh, for your next trivia night, Coca-Cola originally had cocaine. Uh, it was banned or not banned, but they took it out in like 1903. I'm not looking at the number, but I think that's right. Um, can you, sorry, can you think about people who didn't understand what cocaine was? Cause it was legal. So nobody asked questions right. just like caffeine's legal and you don't pay attention to what it does to your body. Right. Like all the people that were like, huh, <laughs> like, <laughs> so lively. Like I feel like everything is on fire. Oh, ah. yeah. And then they just like went to work or like raised their kids. And meanwhile, they're on cocaine. I just want to yeah. point that out. That like that was driving like the kids to the sitter. Yeah, on driving their carriage to speed. the sitter, their yeah. horse and carriage. Oh yeah, on horseback. Yeah, yeah. Drinking their cocaine. Yeah. it's fine. And I did. And then a- they don't know why they're craving it so hard and having withdrawal. It's fine. Yeah, like night sweats and yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all for a fucking coke. Which I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced it doesn't still have it in it because I love coke. We've talked. Uh, about we that. talked about that on episode one. A shout out. Me to, too. To a, yeah, if you're an actual fan, you would know that. Yes. I mean, that was like the first three seconds of the first episode. But yes, I mean, whatever. Uh, Snapple. Snapple is named that because their first drinks uh, whenever it was a it was a carbonated apple juice type thing. And it would ferment oh. and the pops would top. They would explode off. I had no idea about that. Yeah. And they're not carbonated now. No. No. So just in their original rendition, yeah, they were carbonated. The, the original uh version they popped they would like pop and so like they were like it's an apple drink and it snaps so they were trying to be cute about some potentially life-threatening explosive drinks shooting your eye out yeah <laughs> yeah you'll shoot your eye out snapple uh seven i up. didn't know that this is all weird this is all drinks this is so weird i, I did it on purpose i put the lump them together on purpose but seven up originally contained a mood inhibiting drug lithium citrate Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they make ba- batteries out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, lithium. Lithium was like something that would chill oh, right. people out. Like put her on lithium. Right. right? That's right. So yeah. lithium was like a, I think it, I don't think it was a stimulant. I think it was like more of a depressant. Yeah. Like, it says mm, like chill mood, out, have some lithium. Yeah. It says mood so stabilizer. stabilizer. Like, you're hysterical. Have some lithium. Right. That adds up. Which if you could get that over the counter. <laughs> if anyone has a connection. Just lick a battery. <laughs> okay, so a salt lick <laughs> and a battery. Yeah. We're going to the Walmart. Ew, yeah. I just said the Walmart. We're not advocating Literally? for all the ways you can hurt yourself, <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the record. Uh, last one. Fanta was created in Nazi Germany because Coca-Cola stopped shipping syrup there after Pearl Harbor. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so some guy, uh, he just had a, a, an amalgamation of leftover bullshit, fruity shit that he just put in a juicer and then Fanta. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Fanta. Which, how do you amazing. feel about it? I feel like it's, I used to like it. Now I like wouldn't touch it. Something as you age, mm-hmm. you don't tend to want the fruity sodas. Is that fair? Maybe that's just my experience. Well, I like, don't claim to speak for all, but craft cocktails. 
Yeah. This yeah. I mean, fruity. like the Smirnoffs, the oh, like, yeah. you know, the sweet, the fruity, um, even like Sprite and like, which isn't even ex- as extreme, but like the orange sodas, the grape sodas, they were all great. So um, in Michigan, there's a brand that you will not have had before that is delightful. It's called Fago. F-A-Y-G-O. Yeah. It's never. very famous uh, in that area. Very famous. They have Red Pop is what it's called. Y'all they have call Rock it and Rye. Yeah. They're delicious. They're very, very good. Orange soda, whatever. Anyway. But like, as I got older, like, I just don't, my palate doesn't want that fruity, sugary stuff. I just, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a Coke if I even want soda. And you don't, don't even, even do really soda that often. Yeah. I don't drink soda that often. So, you know, water, wine alcohol that's where <laughs> that's my that's my palate the water is really just to go in the alcohol. yeah the coke is more a vessel to get the alcohol in like the jack daniels i don't know i'm just kidding <laughs> yes i will uh, this will be kidding. a cool uh audience engagement moment because i mean like we've all talked about it a million times but uh it would be cool to do like a little poll on our socials about like so, like, in Texas, Coke is Coke is Coke is Coke. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that is also Dr. Pepper and Pepsi and Pib, and it's all Coke. It's Kleenex, right? It's tissue. Everybody calls it the brand name, which is Kleenex. You call it the brand name. Coke means many other competitors. All names. of it. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like a refrigerator. Or is yeah. it fridge? Because you that? call it fridge, but you call it fridge yeah. because of frigid air. No, I oh. fucked that up. I don't know that. I think that's right. I think that's That's interesting. Fridge, Frigidaire. Which I was like, I remember vividly being like 16 and slowing down and saying Frigidaire, Frigid Air, Mm -hmm. and being like Mm -hmm. completely fucked for that. I was like, wow. Hmm. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know that. But yeah, we call it pop up in the north. I have corrected that. It's, It's all pop, which means soda. But... Which means Coke in some places, but we always called it pop and we wouldn't even just call it pop. We call it pop because we have that Michigan accent. That's right. But yeah, I mean, it's different wherever you go. Wherever you go. Yeah. Well, let us know where you are, wherever you're listening from now, whatever you call it. Tell us what you're calling it. I had a neighbor in in Lufkin, Texas when I was very young and he, uh, my mom and dad still say this to make not he was we got to make fun of him a little bit but he was like yeah we went down to that chilies that new chilies down there in the mall we went down there and had a couple hamburgers and some soda waters and it was 35 dollars can you believe that he was bitching about how expensive it was but soda waters soda waters mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. so we mm. we just make shit up um that just sounds mwah, michelin level <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> It makes me think of like soda water, but he yeah. was talking about Coke. He wasn't talking about like Sody a water. tonic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is the story. We have, we have come to the crescendo of today's episode. And I'm, I wanted to open the show with this because I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I also kind of wanted to save it to the end because it's so fun. So we're going to talk about Kellogg's. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked just briefly about this earlier. And, and so the cornflakes specifically, there's a crazy story here, and mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, 
So let's just let's just jump into some bat shitness. <laughs> we uh, always love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, 18th and 19th centuries, the Western world had worked itself up into a hissy fit over none other than, drum roll, uh, masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) It was only a matter of time before it hit the mainstream, literally mainstream. Hey! (laughs) Yeah, 18th, 19th. Um, Yeah, how many thousands of years? And like... Like, I, like, honestly, going to church camp, even like as long, not long ago as like, I don't know, six years ago. No, mm-hmm. maybe longer than that. But like literally every time, every single time I was at a church camp or attending or counseling or whatever, it's like it's always about masturbation. And I'm like, can we talk about like racism? Can we talk about like. Really? Being healthy? It's all about masturbation? Literally always. Yes. Why? Yes. I, I I have no idea. And I'm like, and I've always been the type to be like, y'all really need to focus on something more important than this. This is crazy. This is going to take me 30 huh. seconds and I'm going to be much nicer. So just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird Anyway, continue. Yeah. And like, yeah, and yeah. like, like, like forcing us to talk, not forcing, but like in a, in like a circle, like, which, I, never mind. <laughs> There's a joke there. We're going to leave it right there. We're just going to set it down. We're going to be bigger people, but you're not, you and I are both in the same place. <laughs> that was a landmine. Jesus. <gasps> um, yep. Okay. Moving on. Um, So Judeo-Christian tradition had already been damning it as a, quote, misuse of sexuality for ages. But Victorian era prudishness and the Great Awakening and other religious revivals made a perfect shitstorm for people to become obsessed with it. You take it away, they want more. Prohibition, right? You take the alcohol away, they're just going to drink tub moonshine. Like, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the masturbation version of that. Anyway. Exactly. Oh, you thought that I could only do this three times a day. Well, you watch this. Hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. This cannot come. This is coming out. Okay. Anyhow. Uh, Okay. Books like the anonymously, and like if you're writing a book on it anonymously, you have no, whatever. Uh, anonymously authored, un, I don't know, O-N-O-N-I-A, Anonya, or the heinous sin of self-pollution and all its frightful consequences, frightful, uh, and Samuel Tissot's treatise on the diseases produced by onanism onanism means masturbation uh laid the groundwork for medicalizing the quote solitary vice soon masturbation was no longer just a moral failing but also a physical and mental ailment that required treatment and cures so interstage left john harvey kellogg Mm mm-hmm he is uh, one of the loudest anti-masturbation voices in the young United States. He was uncomfortable about sex in general and thought it was detrimental to physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. I mean. Detrimental. I, sex. 
you always have to wonder. <laughs> like, the ones that shout the loudest about not, you know. No, you we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay, Because okay. that's the first thing I thought of. So, uh he abstained from sex in general, never consummated his marriage. His wife and he had separate bedrooms and they adopted all of their children. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call a closet case. Yeah. Or like, I mean, it could be argued that maybe he was asexual. Maybe asexual. And just maybe. assumed that everybody else was like this too. And like, you're all behaving like weird, dumb monkeys. And like, this is the way the, the new civilized man. I want to tell you really quickly that the movie that this is, that this covers is called um, The Road to Wellville. And it's got John Cusack in it. It's got, um, what's Ferris Bueller's name? I forget his name. You remember Ferris Bueller? Oh. Uh, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> right. Um, et cetera. What's the name of the, uh, the movie? It's called The Road to Wellville. The Road to Wellville. Oh. Yeah, and it's about, like, that story. But anyway, I want you to continue. But that's a movie. I, I mean, like, I don't know that it was, like, a good movie or whatever. But I'm just saying it covers this, like, retreat that he had and, like, you know, Letting people come and like try this new way of like clean living kind of Ew, thing. Ew, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't read about anyway. that specifically, but I, I mean, I'll look into it to see if that's real or if they just made yeah. up some. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Continue. Like, tell me, tell me more. Ugh. Like, tell me. It's just tell so me bizarre. More about the vice of masturbation. <laughs> and like. Okay, so Kellogg cataloged 39 different symptoms of a person plagued by masturbation, including general infirmity, defective development, mood swings, fickleness, bashfulness, boldness, bad posture, okay, stiff joints, fondness for spicy foods, acne, palpitations, and epilepsy. Doesn't someone get all those things if they don't masturbate? Just regardless. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. Uh -huh. Bad posture. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, That's look at nuts. that. Look at that sloth over there. Must be doing all kinds of crazy. Yeah. He I, probably masturbates too much. That's what look it at is. him over there. Can you? Oh, this is just so sh shocking, bewildering, wild to me. Um, it's just dumb like i mean the whole concept behind this and like you know all the all the plagues you're gonna get if you sully yourself or yeah whatever. Just yeah and it's like they talk about it like what is it in the bible it's like seed and if you spill your seed into the dirt it's a waste and i'm like uh oh yeah oof i mm, mm -mm. um so Kellogg's solution to all of this suffering was a healthy diet. Here's the food tie-in. He mm. thought that meat and certain flavorful seasoned foods increased sexual desire. And that yeah. plainer food, especially cereals and nuts, could curb it. Because meat satisfies your brain on a level that's like... This is nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I enjoy this. Right. So, like, not only do so I. So, none of that. <laughs> I don't want you to have physical, exciting interactions. Not only do I not want you to have that, I also don't want you to have tasteful, like. Pleasure. Pleasure of is any kind. not going to be found here. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Move, keep walking. 
what the fuck? <laughs> right. And I, for who? Like, what? You're doing this for who? Why are you and eating like, bland on purpose? It just goes to show, like, sometimes people who have a lot of money, like, just go down these rabbit holes of ideas and nobody stops them because it's like, oh, you know, he's got a lot of money. I guess he knows what he's talking about. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. So many times. No, that's not it. Mm-hmm. That's why I like oysters so much because they are aphrodisiac. Of course you do, you monster. Mm-hmm. You, you Kellogg, uh, you know, rebel. Yeah. Kellogg Antifa girl. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> if I'm uh, not here next week, it's because I'm in prison. Um, <laughs> another, another. Do I have to bail you out again, uh, Kendall? For the God. third time this week. <laughs> uh, yes. Another of Kellogg's dietary innovations. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. I'm going to watch your face while I read that. I can't do that. Can't <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Uh, Bring it. Another of Kellogg's dietary innovations mm-hmm. developed to ensure clean intestines was mm-hmm. an enema machine that ran water through the bowel and then followed it with a pint of yogurt. Mm. You know, nothing <laughs> says a Saturday morning. <laughs> the exfoliation. I mean, the people came and were came. That's yep. sorry. <laughs> they People <did>. attended. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, yeah. Kellogg, um, Kellogg was not a big fan. People would attend his, like, I don't know, retreat seminars, whatever. And they would feel like this is different and uncomfortable. Maybe it's working. Oh, yeah. That has to be the belief system. Like, it's new and different and weird. Maybe Let's, it's maybe I'm cleaning out my body. People today still do the enemas like celebrities do. So um, I heard many years ago because I don't have time to like follow the tabloids anymore. But Leonardo DiCaprio actually did like enemas and he did regular enemas like water based enemas. And he would do it just to stay healthy because he believed that it would like clean out his intestines. No, like, he did that because he's gay. I mean... Maybe. <laughs> he dates a lot of blondes. A lot of blonde energy, like female energy that he's having in his entourage. But, but whether he does or does not, like that is a, like your body knows how to take care of itself. Yeah. You don't need to throw some water in there yeah. to, to change your chemistry to get it moving. Like your body knows what it's doing. And it's the same thing with Kellogg. It's like, you're like, there's just it's such a big like there's so many things wrong with this and again it's that whole principle of propriety and like like we're gonna be above the like savage man it's that feeling of like we're higher than thou and we're gonna do it the right way and it's just silly i mean it's just unnecessary a lot of energy i get that people were like let's get on this trend and see if it works like i'm curious because i'm willing to try but what? I mean, somebody lock him up. Oh, yeah. Lock him up. Whenever he shows up with some yo play, I'm out. Right? Like. I mean, anything, anything foreign food based <laughs> in your body can get infected. It can like there's going to be something. It's, it's the 1800s. You don't have like penicillin yet. Right, 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 right. How loud can I shout into this microphone? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Can I shout loud enough to go back in time so they'll hear me? Stop! Turn around. Protect your colon. Yeah. 
Yeah. God. Half delivered through the mouth and the other half through the anus. This one really didn't catch on. I mean. Did, it didn't. It didn't. It, didn't, <laughs> it wasn't popular. It wasn't the trend and fad of the time. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> so this is, there's, there is a glimmer of hope. This is end on a high note. Um, uh, he partnered with his brother, Will, um, who was the bookkeeper. Too much money, not enough time on their hands like they have way too much time on their hands continue I, I, well so to for so will ends up being less interested in dietary purity and he's got more of a business sense than his brother uh mm-hmm. so he worried that the products wouldn't sell as they were this being famously the yogurt enemas the, <laughs> I don't know that that made it through R&R. Take it home, a home care package. mm -hmm. Okay, yes, sorry. Yeah, here's a large (laughs) straw and a pot. Good luck. Grab your husband or wife. You're going to need assistance. uh, uh. Um, So his brother worried about the profitability of some, you know, bland ass cornflakes. But that was Mm -hmm. the whole point. That's why... uh, the uh, the OG Kellogg. Now I forgot his name. What was his name? Harvey something. John Harvey. So there's John, John Harvey and yeah. there's Will. John mm-hmm. Harvey was doing this out of purity thing. Will is like, mm, let's just make some fucking money. So he <laughs> wanted to add sugar to the flakes to make them more palatable. But John mm-hmm. wouldn't hear of it. And Will eventually started because selling. sugar is a sin. Yes. Or whatever. Yes. Will eventually started selling the cereals through his own business, which became the Kellogg Company. And Get it, Will. the brothers continued to feud for decades after, and masturbators who enjoy cornflakes can probably <laughs> attest that the sugar was a good idea, since Kellogg's Stop. cereal <laughs> doesn't really have its intended effects. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Isn't that that is ridiculous. Thank God for Will. Like, the dynasty of the Kellogg family is because of Will, because he, like, was like, guys... We want to sell something that people eat. Why are we worried about like you know enlightenment and like like you're you're leaning into religion? You're leaning into cult behavior here. Like yeah. here's the way. This is the new way. Um, how about you just you know I have a good or service. You have money. Let's transaction those items and, and go on our merry way. Good back day. Alone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was another uh, guy. There was another guy. Uh, Sylvester Graham. Uh, Graham crackers the Graham from cracker. the Graham cracker he, dynasty. He invented the Graham cracker and he was very similar to uh, John Harvey Kellogg. And it, he was, he, he thought same sex, sex is bad. Sexual desire is bad. If you eat a bland diet, uh, you'll, you'll want sex less, less, excuse me. And then. Yeah, because um, you're malnourished and dying. Right. Because you're withering. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to like, you know, procreate because you're dying. But okay. Right. You don't want yeah. people to like look at you. Technically that's and, right. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Same thing. And I was reading a little like quip about him thinking about including him. Uh, but it was like, yeah, he was a minister, but he only preached a couple of times. He was more about, he was more, he would talk more about vegetarianism. And I'm like, okay, is he a preacher or is he a fucking dietitian? Like, mm-hmm. how are these things getting confused? 
in her it's story. the same thing with Kellogg. Are you a are you a dietitian? Are you a health and wellness guru? Or are you a businessman that sells fucking cereal? Right. Like, wh- which is it? Is it snake which oil? Is it? is it religion? Is it, it keeps, what is it? Like, it's these men that just, sorry. I mean, but like, it's just these men that have too much time on their hands and too much time to think and daydream mm-hmm. and too much arrogance and not enough humility to be like, that seems crazy. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my pocket in the like, do not share with others file. Like, that's not like what these people say because they're so arrogant. Like, there's just something so arrogant about it. Yeah. Like, this is the way of the world. How do you know? Have you done studies? Like, is this, have you got scientists on the payroll? Or like, no, ask your neighbor no. because I guarantee you that would have been shot down immediately. If I went out and told somebody today, anyone, including my family, that I believe the way to health and wellness is to like not, you know, explore any sexual desires, hinder those desires, eat a bland diet. Change your diet. They're going to lock me up. Yeah. And you would deserve that shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, that's right. I would. I would. And he I'm going to go eat a steak. And yeah. That's nuts. And now we have Tony the Tiger to show for it. And yeah, Kellogg's. and 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 uh, yeah, I, I'm. Like, They're great and full of sugar. Oh yeah. And masturbation. And a lot of that. I, that's a buffed <laughs> tiger. I tell you what. <laughs> that was somebody's sexual revolution. I, mine. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> All of us. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Will, <laughs> for your contribution to society and <laughs> masculine masculinizing tigers for uh, the consumption of us all. Um, yeah. While we eat sugary vice cereal. Mm. I'm going to go get a box today. <laughs> just, to, just to be that spiteful uh, bitch that you know I am. Yeah. Yeah. Just like spit on his grave. So long. Buy a, buy a load of cereal. Yeah. Toodaloo. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that is our... Um, It's it's a soft intro because, again, this is such a big – food is so massive. I don't even know how to begin to start to pick at it. Um, But I think that we talked about a lot of cool stuff and kind of cracking that egg. Hey, hey. Um, because it's a food. Uh. (laughs) No, I was there. (laughs) Because it's a a food episode. Kendall, I know. (laughs) Was anyone listening? <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> You're my favorite person in the world. Oh, oh my God. thank you, love. It's mutual. <laughs> Not that I'm my favorite person. <laughs> you, it's, God damn it. <laughs> this is a whole. Um, Bloody Mary. So that's kind of all I got for this, but I'm hoping that we can round back off to it at some point and yeah. take it in. I think, you know, there's probably a thousand different angles. So. Yeah, we should. I think that's a good one. There's so much to learn. I mean, you can do the stories behind food. You can do the cultures behind food. You can do the evolution of food. You can do the um, theater of food. I mean, there's so many topics. Like, this is just the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah. You can follow us on our social media pages. We have a Facebook page, Amateur Intellectuals. We have a Twitter and we have an Instagram. So um, our Twitter and Instagram needs a little love. So give us some, if you're on those channels, give us some love, show us. Um, If you have any thoughts or questions, like bring them to us. We want to hear what you have to say. So uh, you can email us at amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. We're watching that Gmail account and... um, 
please, I beg of you, please um, share with your irreverent friends. If you've got people that you know would like this podcast, like please share with them because you know, we're trying to get this off the ground. We're doing this outside of our work days. So if you like it, you want more, like, please, please um, share it with people that you think would enjoy this. Um, That's it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, We will be back next week, uh, Sunday at nine o'clock. We will be releasing our next episode. And um, till then, cheers, bitches. And uh, stay safe out there. And um We're just going to end it on cheers, bitches. We're just going to cut the rest. Cheers, bitches. God bless. Godspeed. (laughs) Love it. Done. Done. Yay. We did it.